Welcome to Speaking of Sex with the Pleasure Mechanics. I'm Chris. I'm Charlotte. We are the Pleasure Mechanics, and on this podcast, we have honest, explicit, raw, and wholesome conversations about sex, pleasure, joy, and connection. Come on over to PleasureMechanics.com where you will find all of the resources we have been lovingly curating for you, curating and creating, since 2006. We have been in full-time service to creating resources so you can access more pleasure, deeper joy, and more fulfilling erotic connection on your own terms. You'll find it all at PleasureMechanics.com. On today's episode of Speaking of Sex, we're in the like upper 400s of this podcast now. Uh, we're 16 years into being the pleasure mechanics together, Charlotte and I. I love you, baby. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. And we're circling back to one of our earliest ideas as we were just getting together as we were falling in love as we were forming this business and choosing to spend our lives teaching about pleasure and the mechanics of pleasure this imagery emerged really early on for us of like how do we teach the how of pleasure you know we were already in the sex education lineage I was teaching sexological body work we were immersed in this field we were seeing these extraordinary erotic states that were possible for human beings and we realized that we could use the tools of the internet and newfangled things like YouTube to share <laughs> these ideas with not only those who would walk in our San Francisco classrooms, because when we started teaching classes together, they were like sold out right away. Our first class together was on the front page of the San Francisco Bay Guardian. And we were like, uh, this town is jaded for anal sex classes. Um, <laughs> we need to take these ideas that are so life changing. And, you know, Charlotte was an erotic masseuse feeling the power of this in bodies every day. I was teaching classes. Anyway, I don't know why I'm giving our whole backstory. But as soon as we sat down with these ideas and decided that we wanted to commit our lives to sharing them, Pleasure Mechanics was born in a little Oakland cafe right across from a mechanics shop where I said, you know, most people know more about how their car works than how their body works. We should be the Pleasure Mechanics. And then we got our little onesies and we stepped into this. And one of the first ideas we started talking about, uh, we, I guess we're talking about this a lot because we just found a YouTube video of one of our earliest like stage presentations of this idea. But the anthem that we have been living by for 16 years that we've like structured our entire work and relationship around. So on episode 450, we're going to talk about how to prioritize pleasure, how and why and what the impact is of this very simple idea, prioritize pleasure. I heard it in a Billie Eilish song and I was like, Charlotte, yo, our ideas are mainstream. <laughs> prioritize pleasure is this anthem of pleasure mechanics for 16 years now. What does it mean and how do we all step into it's a fresh new year as we're recording this? How do we all step into a commitment to prioritize pleasure? Mm. 
such an important idea that is threaded amongst so many of our podcasts and so much of what we talk about. But we just really wanted to talk about this specific idea um, directly. It sounds so simple and so subtle, but it's actually such a big idea in a culture that is so anti-pleasure. Um, there are so many cultural ideas that we all hold that really get in the way of having us prioritize pleasure, which is why it wants to be and has to be an active choice where we use our own agency to create experiences that are prioritizing our pleasure. Because when we don't prioritize pleasure, we're drawn back into the culture of to-do lists and productivity instead of focusing on being and enjoying and savoring the experience of life and the pleasures that it offers us. So we just did an episode recently with neuroscientist Nan Wise, and she talked about healthy hedonism here. And because I think because of our culture of sex negativity and pleasure phobia, really what it is what it is, and this idealization and prioritization of work and productivity, and many of us, you know, we have a global audience, but most of us live in countries where we are forced, in fact, to really work at a survival's pace. Like so many of us are so overwhelmed so burdened by financial stress, by to-do lists that are never ending, like this idea of like, stop and smell the roses and the idea of prioritizing pleasure becomes another to-do list, like something you're not doing well enough. Mm. And it's like the bubble bath version of this where it's like, have you done your self-care yet today so you can be more productive tomorrow? Mm. And that's not what this is. And we need to really make that clear um, because the, the risk of this is to goopify it and to have it sound like something that's only accessible once you get all of your other shit done. And that's the problem with how we think about pleasure rather than so we have a sticker set floating around this office somewhere. So these mantras we've had for years here at Pleasure Mechanics are not just cute ideas. They're concepts that as we've applied them and shared them with you all, our global audience of thousands, tens of thousands of humans, right? And we hear back from you what your aha moments are, your breakthroughs, what saves relationships, uh, what gets you back on track towards your erotic fulfillment, what, what gives you access, right? Like what are the mechanics of pleasure and joy as they live and breathe in our lives? This has been our obsession for 16 years, longer than that. Um, wow. Uh, prioritize pleasure is an anthem that reminds us that life itself, like we as human beings can live in a state of pleasurable comfort, of joyful connection, of belonging, of safe belonging, right? And that that is a condition, a lived state that we have to choose and create over and over again partly because we live in a system that makes us feel unsafe and makes us work to earn our survival, right? Like, so we have to do all of that too, but pleasure can be fuel. That's another one of our stickers. Pleasure is fuel. When we allow pleasure in our days and lives, everything else actually becomes easier. We have more physical energy, emotional energy. We actually have more resources because pleasure connects us to other people 
And so if you're in pleasurable connection with your coworker because you both vibe on the houseplant you brought in, then when you're going out of town and you need someone to water your plants, you know someone maybe you can ask, right? And so like all of those micro things makes your life more pleasurable, joyful, and deeper connection with others because you chose that micro moment of like, oh, I have to go into work again. It's a dull gray office, but they do allow plants. So I'm going to bring in this beautiful plant and brighten my day, have something to take care of throughout the day that I'm, you know, enjoy. And then your, you know, coworker wanders over and comments it. And that's the beginning of a friendship. And this is how these things work. When we prioritize pleasure, pleasure becomes fuel for us and is a resource for us. Mm-hmm. And there's so many, sorry, sorry, Charlotte's like raring at the mic, but I'm like (laughs) in my, in my sermon mode, like pleasure. One of the things we've talked about for so many years, there's so many great health benefits to pleasure. Mm -hmm. And that's why neuroscientists and doctors, and there's more and more wellness community around this idea that pleasure is actually really good for us. And I'll post in the show notes, you know, some links to some of our old talks and um, lists like 10 ways pleasure can save your life. Because when we first got together, we were really motivated by this idea of how pleasure is healthy, how things like prostate massage can prevent prostate cancer, how the like chemical biochemical state of your body can shift in less than five minutes of affectionate touch. And we were doing nothing but researching pleasure and sex and what works for people and talking to people and doing sessions with people and coaching people. And we came across this research that was like, yes, in three to five minutes of affectionate touch, you can change your biochemistry in a way that is measurable for days. Mm. And if the science is telling us that and our lived experience is that like that 10 minute foot massage, that five minute back rub before you were falling asleep, you wake up the next day feeling better, walking into your work with a little bit more like relaxation and joy in your body. You're able to smile at the, you know, person you're passing by, right? Like we can see the trickle effects of this. So why are we not all prioritizing pleasure all the damn time? So many reasons, <laughs> so many cultural contexts. But I think where we want to draw our attention to is that we can be resourced by these moments of pleasure and by micro moments of pleasure that a long hug can resource us mm. for up to six hours. You know, there's mm. all more and more evidence um, as as this this field is gaining more cultural interest. So we love to have the scientific evidence for what perhaps we all know, that feeling good and feeling connected resources us and allows us to be more fueled to go and do all the things that we need to do in life um, and to show up a little bit more fully, a little bit happier, a little bit more fulfilled so that we can do what we need to do in this world and make it work for us and each other and keep changing the material conditions of life towards a life that makes it easier and more pleasurable to live in and survive in. Like there is so much work to do. And when we allow ourselves to be fueled by pleasure, we can just do it with a little bit more joy and pleasure. And ease. And right? ease. Pleasure yeah. brings a certain level of ease into our life. But the trick with pleasure and the difference between, you know, and Charlotte led by saying we live in a pleasure negative culture. 
sometimes it can be hard to see that because our world wants to sell us all of these retail pleasures mm. and boxed pleasures and luxury that are supposed pleasures. to be fulfilling. Mm-hmm. And then you work harder to earn the money to buy more things so you feel good. And, you know, retail therapy works to a certain degree for some people, but it is not what pleasure is right and we've become in this over commodified world like we're looking outside of ourselves for pleasure when what pleasure is is it's a responsive state in the body Mm -hmm. pleasure is an output and only you know what brings you pleasure and what kinds of pleasure you need Mm -hmm. because pleasure is this vast spectrum from you know blissed out contentment quiet serene joy to wild thrilling adventures to deeply intellectual engagement Mm. right like it can be so many things to so many people and only you know what you need and what will feel good but how do you know that how do we pay attention to pleasure and only by prioritizing the pleasures we already enjoy and by like rising them to the surface, right? When we say prioritize, it means bring to the top of your awareness uh, and yes, your to-do list, right? Do it on purpose and then pay attention. And by paying attention, you start noticing that positive uplift and we can do it more and get more fuel in our tanks. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back and we're going to talk about this idea of prioritizing pleasure and what awaits us on the other side of that and like simple ways to implement this because it's not just about lavish vacations and the Las Vegas version of this. It can be as simple as holding hands, as simple as eye contact, as simple as choosing to drink more water, right? Our organismic needs need us to pay attention to them. Um, and for me, reason, you know, after my lifetime of sexual exploration, like I'm really enjoying the pleasures of like very simple tending um, and sitting in the sun and enjoying like a breeze, like something very simple like that. I'm finding very nourishing. This is accessible to us. You don't have to spend any money to access more pleasure. It's partly about deeply enjoying and savoring the experiences of pleasure that are already happening in your life. And how do we take those moments and really soak them in and allow ourselves to receive them deeply Mm. so that we can be resourced and then notice how that resourcing feels. And we'll put an episode on savoring in the show notes and you'll always find links to further episodes so you can continue the conversation with us in the show notes at pleasuremechanics.com. You'll find it all. But savoring is the other side of this because you have to prioritize pleasure be in the pleasure as fully as you can and then savor it. Enjoy the fact that that pleasure happened and that's a complete pleasure cycle. Mm. We're going to take a moment and thank our sponsors for this episode. Our friends at DipsyStories.com offer a vast library of audio erotica for you to explore your interests, your pleasures. What stories would bring you joy? Do you want romantic tales or do you want thrilling adventures? Do you want someone growling in your ear or do you want to drift off to sleep by the serene sounds of a lover tuning their guitar next to you? 
There's this amazing variety of stories and soundscapes and audio immersive experiences waiting for you on the Dipsy app. It's just a few clicks away and you can even do like a personalized quiz and then they feed you a curated library ready for you to dip into. We have been partners with Dipsy Stories for years, and not only do they sponsor this podcast, we both use this tool to explore our own erotic imaginations over and over again. So big thanks to Dipsy Stories. Explore it for yourself at dipsystories.com. D-I-P-S-E-A stories, dipsystories.com, and use the code PLEASURE for an extended 30-day free trial to all that Dipsy has to offer you. Explore it for yourself at dipsystories.com slash pleasure. That's dipsystories, D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash pleasure for an extended 30-day free trial of the entire Dipsy experience. That's dipsystories.com slash pleasure for a 30-day free trial. You'll also find this link in the show notes and at pleasuremechanics.com slash toolbox, where you will find all the links from our generous sponsors. We also want to invite you on the erotic adventure of a lifetime with our new sponsors, our old friends at Back to the Body Retreats. Back to the Body Retreats are this incredible offering from our dear friend, Pamela Madsen. We have been friends with her since she walked into the Sexological Bodywork classroom. And for the past decade, we have watched Back to the Body Retreats offer some of the most beautiful, luxurious, and nourishing erotic retreats for women in the world. Pamela and her team of skilled and trained erotic practitioners offer an immersive experience in luxurious locations for those of us who are ready for a deeply nourishing erotic retreat. You will receive beautiful education and support from the circle of women and practitioners that are there for you and to guide your experience. You're going to get pampered and lavished in beautiful body rituals, and you're going to get hands-on sessions, beautiful body work from hand-curated team of practitioners. This is not for everyone, this offering. This is for those of us who feel ready to step into something at kind of an epic scale, right? This is a vacation of a lifetime, but I think it's like 95% of the people that go on a retreat come back for another one because this is not just a vacation. It is a journey back home to yourself. Back to the body retreats. We can't recommend it highly enough. And you'll only know if this is right for you by exploring their offerings at backtothebody.org. They have a cool quiz you can take and kind of assess where you're at with your erotic journey. And then you can get on the phone with Pamela or her team and tell them where you're at and they will recommend an experience for you if it is right for you. And if it's not, they'll refer you to something that is. That's how team pleasure works. Pamela is like right alongside of us in this mission to bring more touch and joy and pleasure to this world. 
And we highly recommend this. Backtothebody.org. Use the code PLEASURE to let them know we sent you and save 500 bucks on retreats. And yeah, you are in really good hands with the Back to the Body team. So if part of your New Year's thinking is that you're ready for a really wonderfully immersive experience, this is definitely something to check out. Yes? Backtothebody.org. Use the code PLEASURE. Let them know Pleasure Mechanics sent you. And let us know how it goes. We'd love to hear your story with that. Mm-hmm. So prioritizing pleasure, right? Like it can look like choosing a vacation and saying no to maybe a family gathering that you're expected to be at, that you feel like you should go to. You can say no to the shoulds and yes to the wants. And this can be an experience over and over again in your life. Like I feel like I should go to lunch with my coworkers, but what I really want is to sit alone in the library. Go do it. Do it and do it boldly and say it out loud. Like I am a real fan of when I make an invite to people, they tell me why or why they cannot do something like, oh, I'd love to, but I don't go to live concerts because of, you know, my hearing. Oh, that's great to know. Do you want to catch coffee sometime? Totally. Right. If we all take care of ourselves, we can all learn to love one another better and prioritizing your own pleasure and saying your yeses, your noes, negotiating your maybes, all of these micro decisions stack up to be a life, yo, right? And it's like, how do we remind each other and give one another permission to prioritize pleasure? Well, when we do prioritize our own pleasure, it is an avenue, it's a pathway to our own fulfillment and satisfaction because we cannot get to our own fulfillment and satisfaction by taking a generic path like we are all so specific and what brings us pleasure and joy is particular to you yes there are some commonalities but we are all individual organisms and so getting to know what actually fulfills you what actually satisfies you is your own journey that is so worth going on because then the more you do it the more the better you feel the more connected you are to everyone you know, I just want well, if this feels inaccessible to you, another one of these things we've been teaching for 16 years, but can't be said enough is the more you do pleasure, the easier pleasure becomes. I love this. It's so true. It's a habit. It's something we learn. My Twitter handle from all those years ago that is no longer is learn pleasure. Pleasure is something we learn through practice over time. And we've known this since we were studying pleasure in the intense laboratories of sexological bodywork in San Francisco and touching hundreds of bodies. And we've known this for 16 years as we watch all of these techniques and methods that we offer work for you, right? Like when we hear from a couple who has started, you know, our couples massage course, and it starts with like five minutes because that's how the course is designed to do five minutes of hand massage and see what happens. And it creates this positive uplift cycle that it's like the second time it's like, hey, do you want to do massage again? Yeah, that felt great last time. Mm-hmm. I'm in. Right. But getting started can be hard, especially if you're working against resistance. And what does that resistance look like? Right. Like if pleasure is good for us and feels so damn good, why don't we all do it all the time? because so many reasons yeah so we each need to root out for ourselves like what is that resistance or do you not think you're worthy of pleasure 
Do you think you need to make up for something or prove yourself to someone? I think so many of us have this like perceived gaze of not enoughness that like things will feel good if all these other conditions are met or if I'm more or less these things, right? If I have more money and less belly, somehow pleasure will come to me. No, that's not how it works. It's not how it works. Pleasure is right here and right now. It's a, okay. Rain but also, me in, baby. <laughs> well, I feel like one of the other things that gets in the way is this Puritan idea that we have to have done a certain amount of work or the house needs to be a certain amount of clean in order to be able to take time for yourself and take a few minutes to experience So pleasure. I've been corrected by historical buffs before when we've talked about Puritanism. Oh, okay. It's like misnamed when we talk about that as a Puritan thing. And the Puritans were actually quite pleasure positive. I haven't gone much further, okay. like maybe not sex positive, but pleasure positive. And it's actually more of this like Anglo-Saxon work ethic and white supremacy ethics that are at the heart of this and that we need to root out and stop blaming the Puritans. So important. Thank and this you. is the community feedback, right? It. And our Thank inbox you. is open to you all. Yeah. This is a dialogue. We have been in conversation with the tens of thousands of you around the world for 16 years now. Many of you I know by name. I love you all. Mm. Like Whether or not we've ever corresponded, we hold you all in our hearts and in our minds every day as we create this work, as we create our online courses, as we continue to upgrade and redesign everything we've offered for 16 years, right? Like this is a conversation with you all about how do we get more pleasurable lives mm -hmm. and not only like for ourselves but for one another <laughs> yeah because to be a force of pleasure for someone else is one of life's greatest pleasures mm. funny how that works mm. right and so this is something we can just be more active with for ourselves right when we say prioritize pleasure a lot of that goes to like the self-care ideas of like what do you need to feel more pleasure in this moment right and again these things can be small like I like going to the live music event, but I only need to sit near the back. So it's a little bit quieter. And if you make that adjustment, the whole experience becomes much more pleasurable for you. And you're allowed to say these things out loud. Mm -hmm. Right. And the more we do that, the more we give permission to our friends and our families to do that. And it all starts calibrating towards a more pleasurable experience for everyone. Mm. Right. Like the moment my sister said, like, I don't really want to cook this year for Thanksgiving. And we're all like, great, what else can we do? Like, that doesn't have to be expected of you just because you've done it in the past or because you're the oldest or, you know, and we have so many cultural things we run up against here. Worthiness, shoulds, roles, expectations, right? All of these things that actually feel very unpleasurable. They cause us dis-ease. They cause us unwellness. And yet we keep doing them. Like, what of that can be shed? What of that can be calibrated? And it's like little by little, we start prioritizing pleasure and noticing how that feels. And this is just an ethos. It's just an idea we invite you into, right? And it can become like a, a value, a, an orientation that you're like, how can I just create more pleasure for myself, for the people around me, for the events I'm creating, for mm -hmm. my family gatherings? Like, is there a way to bring in a little more pleasure? And it kind of becomes this north star star on a compass no that's inner not compass. yeah <laughs> well as i was saying down to this episode i was really thinking about this idea of like the inner compass of what would feel good to you yeah and part of this is we are such different individuals mm -hmm. and this idea i think is only going to get more and more important 
and individualized medicine and science is already happening, right? Mm. And we talk, uh, we need to do an episode on erotic umwelt. Mm -hmm. This idea of umwelt means each of us is an organism, experiences the world in a very specific way. So do you want to be right up front with the band and like in the thick of the like mosh pit and that is perfect and so yummy for you? Do you want to be sitting in the back of the concert or do you want to be at home listening to the recording or do you not like that music at all? Right. Like <laughs> that is up to your ears, your brain, your context, and no one can tell you what's right or wrong there. And this is the thing about pleasure is it's yours to claim, to define and to own for yourself. And that's why it has to be so active as to prioritize pleasure. Yes. We have a million more things to say, but we have more episodes <laughs> of Speaking of Sex with the Pleasure Mechanics. And we have 450 some episodes in the archives. You'll find at pleasuremechanics.com. Charlotte's going to take us out with a closing thought here. This is so much about activating our agency and just making small micro choices towards our pleasure mm -hmm. and then noticing how it feels. And also just again, that piece that it's the more we do it, the easier it has, it becomes. Right. I have had periods in my life where I have not focused on pleasure and it has been so challenging to get back into it. Right. And it's surprisingly challenging. Um, and I didn't I, even finish that idea, but the idea there is the easier it becomes because that's a neurological thing. Mm. That's a biological thing, mm -hmm. right? This idea of learning pleasure, it's like learning to shoot basketball. It's like it becomes easier. Yeah. And so if we trust that experiencing pleasure becomes easier than that awkward stage at first where you're not even sure if you like it mm -hmm. or what you would do to feel pleasure. Right? You pick up a ball. Like if you've never like a rugby ball, the first time I was like, how the thing does this even move? Yeah. It's such a weird ball, but then you get used to it and you're like, Oh, okay. Do I like rugby? No. Or yes. Right. Like you have to try. <laughs> um, and in future episodes soon, we're going to be talking about this process of like, how do you even know what you want? How do you mm. know what you like? Um, and we're going to be offering you some incredible tools there. Mm. Um, but for now, notice what works for you and do a little more of it. Yeah. I'm and sorry then, I interrupted your closing thoughts, so please go ahead, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. Um, and one of the things I have found helpful around kind of kickstarting myself to experience more pleasure is giving myself like a time unit, like what would be pleasurable for two minutes? Mm -hmm. If I have five minutes, what would be pleasurable for me? Yeah. I have found that framework to be really supportive because it feels like, okay, I can do something that feels good for two minutes. And um, that might feel strange to some people and that might feel far away and hard for other people. So, you know, we're all in a different place with this journey, but just encouraging ourselves to give ourselves permission to find something that feels good for a couple of minutes a day and just see how it feels and what impact and influence it has on your life. Mm -hmm. And we're here for you. Mm -hmm. This is such an enormous labyrinth. There are so many different parts of experiencing more pleasure and joy and connection in our sex life, in our life in general, outside of the bedroom. And we are here for you. We're talking about all the different threads each and every week. And we want to support you in creating a life that really works for you specifically mm -hmm. on your own terms. Mm -hmm. And I really love that idea because it supports that we're such individuals. So we're here for you. Mm -hmm. We love you. We'll be back next week. You'll find all of our resources at pleasuremechanics.com. If you've been with the show for a while, go to pleasuremechanics.com slash love. And you'll find ways to go deeper with us yet. 
And if you're new, welcome and go on over to pleasuremechanics.com slash free and you'll find ways to get started with us right away. We love you. I'm Chris. I'm Charlotte. We are the Pleasure Mechanics. Wishing you a lifetime of pleasure. Prioritize it. Yes. Do it. Prioritize your pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs>